tonight on the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Where can I spend my money? Come get your turkey stuffed. Wow. And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. And welcome, guys, to another episode of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Um, It's the last episode of the month, because we will not be recording next week, guys. Oh, yeah. And What episode is it? Episode 42. 42 episodes in. And that wonderful... Yeah, that wonderful voice you hear there, guys, is uh, our co-host, Ryan Maddox. Ryan, welcome. What's up? For another awesome week. Um, This week, we do not have Hunter. He had some uh, work meeting that he had to be at, and so he is absent. But in his absence, we'll be talking about Thanksgiving, guys. Oh, yeah. Talking about about Thanksgiving and all the things that matter when you think of Thanksgiving, which is the day after Thanksgiving called black friday right it's actually it's for everybody it's not just for black people oh okay that's good that you cleared that up it's kind of misleading yeah a little bit a little bit yeah i always wonder why why black friday you know are the lights out we turn off all the lights you know electricity went out back in the day they just shut the power it's the day after thanksgiving no power for anybody it could have been that right you know could be yeah yeah well you know uh we may not have the uh the chef himself, uh, Hunter, but uh, me and Ryan know how to eat, so we'll be able to right. bring that to you. And then Ryan's going to h- hook us up with them Black Friday deals. Speaking of which, he's going to hit up what's going on in the in the world of uh, electronics and video games, and I'll be hitting you with, you know, news. So uh, still going to have a good show. It's just going to be a two-man show. Oh, yeah. We miss you, Hunter. Yep. See you uh, not next week, but the week after. Yep, yep, yep. Eat lots of turkey and have fun on your trip. All right, guys. Well, with that said, I want to bring you some controversy. I want to bring you some stories. I want to bring you big-time gaming news. No, don't do it. I'm doing it. I'm bringing it. I'm bringing it. Gobble, welcome to the new segment that matters. It's the Delirious Dads, Leaks for Geeks, Gaming News, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to hit up, uh, you know, familiar news stories because it just seems like things circulate, you know? They just, mm-hmm. it just get, get stuck. It's kind of like, you know, whenever you get a, you know, a bird, a bird turd that hits the old windshield and you're running, you're running, running the windshield wipers, you get the, you know, the uh, windshield wiper fluid going. Oh, still no. can't get it, and it's just not it's coming off. It's got the milk. It yeah. It becomes like milk spread on you're it. like, oh, I still can't see. Yeah. Or when you're in that ice storm, and you've warmed up your, your, your windshields, and for some reason it's still not going away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Well, we're talking about, of course, Activision Blizzard. No. Yes. What have they done now? Well, they didn't really do much, but I figured it was worth talking about because the CEO... Okay. Bobby Hotek came out and uh, had a interview with uh, CNBC, um, and this was going to be yesterday, 
but he came out and did like a little official little 20 minute interview sat down with uh, i don't even know the interviewer's name but anyway uh-huh. he sat down did an interview had some stuff to say and so that's what we're here to share you know because there's okay. been controversy in it his feels little like village feels like it's like it, where you're leading up to like a, i'm sorry sorry for the things that happened kind of a <laughs> interview well he is the ceo though so does he really have to say sorry I don't know. Yeah, well, let's let's see what his response was. Here we go. <laughs> Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby, I keep calling him Hotech. It's Kotech. Bobby Kotech uh, yeah. doesn't think his company's games should be used as platforms for sharing political views. This is what he says, okay. in quote. We're not the operator of the world's town halls. Kotech, who in 2017 made 28.6 million running uh, the video game company behind Call of Duty and Diablo told CNBC anchor Becky Quick, that was their name, guys, Becky Quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, he continues, uh, we're the operator of the communities that allow you to have fun through the lens of a video game. Mm. He continues, my responsibility is to make sure that our communities feel safe, secure, comfortable, and satisfied, and entertained. He said, and so I don't, he pauses, I don't, that doesn't convey to me the right to head the platform for a lot of political views. I don't think, I don't think my responsibility is to satisfy our audiences and our stakeholders, our employees, our shareholders. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, At the same time, uh, Kotick said he is inspired by CEOs who do show leadership in these areas. He said, I think, uh, I think there are some business people who are incredible examples of character and integrity and principle and have what, it, what you see are the great attributes of leadership and think they, have an incredibly, they are incredibly inspiring for me. He said, uh, but I think you know uh, they do have the right to articulate views and visions and voices about government, policy, and politics. And I love mm-hmm. engaging with these people, those people. Kind of weird. It's almost like the, the way he says it, like the way I read it, it's kind of like, good for those people that care about those things and those morals and those. But they, well, I'm a CEO. Those, those people who, you know, as CEOs have made that choice to include that. Yeah. But I have not. Yeah. 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 But my, my question is kind of like, nobody's saying we want your political views. The mm-hmm. question is, are people allowed to use your platform to share their political views seems right? like he's on the stance of no well they should be of course that's you you not allowing it is a political view in my opinion uh, yeah, yeah because you're you're limiting or controlling certain things from being said and a lot of times that's from a political standpoint you know mm-hmm. but mm, i don't know if i agree with that so i don't want it to be said that's right. a political view right so if you're now, if we're talking about one of your employees speaking as an employee, no, that's not the place. I agree. Mm-hmm. But if you're talking about some guy who's, you know, I don't know, is a professional gamer who's contracted and stuff with a company, are they considered an employee? Mm. I don't know. You know, I guess a, I guess an NBA player is considered an employee, but I think yeah. an NBA player should still be able to have both, right? He should be able to be an NBA player. And he should be able to go, here's my political views. Yeah, yeah, right. Separate. Like, not yeah. on an NBA interview, necessarily. Mm-hmm. But if he's Maybe on his own time. Right, yeah. I don't know. I just It's kind of like, then, 
It's kind of if a you, weird gray. If you area. own me, right? Because if you own me for basketball, does that mean you own me for everything else I do too? Mm-hmm. All the time, I can't express my views. Mm-hmm. Mm, that would seem weird. So I would say it'd be the same thing with a with a video game person who's under contract, right? As a pro, right. and he should be able to express his views. I guess maybe just not at their tournament. I get that, you know. So I get the great. I get the the back and forth there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just but then so he weird. says things like that. But then we're gonna include um, social social politics. We're gonna include some of these other things like, oh well, we want to make sure you know this character's gay. We want to make sure you know that this mm-hmm. person's a black person. This person's an Asian person. You know. Yeah, and I'm wearing stuff. the LGBTQ um, stuff at the. And, Yeah, and they do stuff like that, and it comes across to me like it's okay to have those things and to represent those things. But you know, when you're you do that kind of in a way of like, hey, look at us, we're on y'all side. That's in a sense taking a political stand. So of course it is. So I mean, it's the same thing if you said I'm for Hong Kong. It's a similar situation, and so um, I don't know. For him to say that still to me, that kind of still sticks in my crawl of like, yeah, but you you did this, you do this. But in this specific case, all of a sudden, you don't. Right, but what I'm trying to circle back to is the fact that nobody's asking you as a person or as you as a whole company if you're staking your political views. Mm -hmm. Nobody expects you to, and that's not even what this issue is over, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The issue is over somebody else did, and then you kind of did. You stymied it. By the way you responded, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And then now you're saying you don't. Well, you did. That's the whole issue, right? right? You may not want to get involved in politics, but you did, and it was big. Right. So it's kind of funny, like, yeah, they kind of use that as, like, their... Well, it's like, hey, can you unstick your finger from the pie, you know? Yeah. warm pie just got made, you taste it. You can't make the whole go away. Once you broke that crust on top... We might as well eat it, guys. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, Mom, I did not stick my finger in the pie. Yes, you did. I see it. <laughs> that's There's hilarious. a hole in the pie. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, so that's that's kind of where Bobby stands on it, guys. Um, he also, in the same interview, indicated that uh, he thinks that Activision can bring in lots of, uh, of uh, users in their community. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that the future of gaming is mobile and, and that it will lead to a lot of growth for the company. Um, yep. He he says, "quote We have 350 million users in 190 countries. I see no reason that number that I see no reason that number shouldn't be one billion in five years." Mm. Um, uh, Coach I see what he's doing here. He's saying, "I know all this stuff's going on, guys, but we're not losing." <laughs> he's pulling yeah. a Trump. Yeah. We're going to continue to win. We're making money. We're, we're, we're the yeah. machine. You can't stop it. Yeah. Right. That's kind of yeah. what I'm getting out of it. Um, mm-hmm. He said the ability to play games on your phone instead of spending hundreds of dollars on a gaming console or PC has changed the whole gaming industry. Uh, China. <clears throat> Sorry. Kotex mm-hmm. uh, said that the franchise's new handheld edition of Call of Duty Mobile reached 100 million user- users in just one month. He says, and, y- and so you realize that as these franchises go from consoles and PCs to phones, the mm-hmm. growth in the audience is going to be staggering. Yeah. Uh, Kotex sees the potential for more consumers in every geography region. 
um, by putting its games on mo mobile. When games become available on phones, the market exploded, the CEO said. The audience size went from a few hundred million to billions of potential customers. See, what's funny uh, is he, he has moved into the, I'm talking about whether I'm political or not, to this is why we made a big deal over it, because we don't want to lose China. Really, yeah. it's kind of, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. in a way, that's not what's being asked, right? I mean, is that what the... Well, this is kind of just an open forum, like not open forum. Oh, but it's okay. Kind of, it's later in the interview he goes into. Yeah, okay. What it's just more with. like, hey, what's going on with you guys? Mm -hmm. They just kind of started okay. with. He kind of started with the whole political views uh, segment of the interview. I'm probably should have clarified that. Yeah, I get you now. Um, he also went on to say the social experience is really getting much more significant. There's much more of engagement. Uh, you can voice, uh, you can do voice over IP video, over IP uh, today, mm -hmm. so you can see and talk to the people you're playing with. And I think you'll see one of the evolutions of gaming will be uh, more games that can be played together. So he really, uh, some of the things he says, I'm just like, oh. And it is kind of a more of a business um, interview. So obviously he's not right. talking to us, the gaming audience. He's talking to what investors, the right. market. Oh, um, yeah. but gosh, the way he says it, you know, I I think mobile games in the U.S. is, you know, I think it has its place. People enjoy playing mobile games. I enjoy playing mobile games, but it yeah. definitely everything he says here definitely points back to the we're going after, um, you know, um, China and, and that market of. You know, that's where the market, because they can't play console and PC like we can because they have, you know, mm -hmm. crazy commutes. And maybe it's this way more in, in like New York and places like that. Uh, right. Mobile might be bigger as well. But, right. um, yeah, so he's not backing off his guns of, hey, we're going to make money off mobile. And he's not really <laughs> swayed by the political thing either, so... Well, I mean, they go. did it right this time. When they did the Diablo thing, it was like, uh, you screwed it. Mm -hmm. But that's because he went mobile with something that shouldn't have gone mobile only, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Um, they to didn't where have Call anything of Duty else mobile, to offer PC. Right. To where Call of Duty Mobile was just its own side <laughs> thing. Mm -hmm. So it didn't interrupt anything. that anybody, It's not like, what if they had gone and they're making, we know we're all waiting on the new Modern Warfare. And they were like, guess what, guys? It's going mobile. And that's it. Yeah. Oh, then people have lost their minds. Yeah. 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 So we'll see how hard they push mobile in the future as far as is it going to detract from our regular gaming experience? Um, you know, are they going to get other staff to work on mobile games? Or mm -hmm. is that going to, you know, is it going to hinder the quality of our of our PC console uh, experience? I guess time yeah, will tell. I, with that I doubt it. Blizzard. I think they'll just expand. If they, if they go from millions to billions, they'll go from thousands to a million employees you know what i mean they'll just they'll have <laughs> just more people bigger. working and yeah they'll just get bigger i think become yeah. bigger, more and more and more yeah but uh you know for for those of you who might be a little angry or triggered or whatever what have you whatever term you want to call it uh just keep in mind that is a uh that interview was uh primarily i think business uh business uh directed so um, some yeah, of the, it sounded some of the, more like he addressed the stuff early on because he knows he has to. Right, like, right. So yeah. I think I think the way uh, the way you look at it and kind of like, oh that's cold that's I don't like this da, da, da. it is business speak. So he's only going to talk about the things that are going to make them money. 
He's right. not really going to bring up things that are controversial or mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, but moving on to other things that uh, not necessarily controversial, but just kind of having a having a rough time of it is uh, Google's uh, Stadia or Stadia. Don't uh, tell me so. Yeah. Well, they they're just having some some issues. Uh, some of the things I've seen online to um, you know, other than this article that I've read. Um, there have been, um, and, and Google Stadia came available for, with the Founders Pack or Founders Edition uh, mm-hmm. yesterday. That would have been um, November 19th, so on a Tuesday. Okay. It became available for people to uh, jump into and play. Um, the issue is there's some people who have not received their Founders Edition, um, mm. and they've also said that some Founders Edition uh, consumers may not receive the Stadia until late November, early December. Whoa. Yeah. So that's that made not me wait good. for something I prepaid for. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so, a rough one. Yeah. Uh, they also have a very light um, launch schedule as far as um, I think they only have 22 games. Um, some of the games on that is uh, some of the launching games is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That's uh, sixty dollars, but if you get the Stadia Pro deal, which I'm not sure what that is, guys, uh, it's a thirty dollar. Um, you can get Just Dance 2020 Guilt or Jilt. Not really sure. Uh, kind. There's Mortal Kombat 11. You can get that for sixty bucks, forty two for the Pro deal. Um, you mm-hmm. also have Red Dead 2 uh, Launch Edition for sixty bucks. Um, some of the Tomb Raider uh, games, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, you got Football Manager 2020, things like that. There's some NBA 2K20 gotcha. stuff that you can buy. Um, but a lot weren't of people... They, weren't they partnered with, uh, what's it called? Weren't, I think it was Ubisoft. Was going over with a lot of a lot of the games, or was it... Uh, oh, we had talked to it. It's been a while since Yeah, it's been a while. I forget if it, it was It was either Ubisoft, Ubisoft or... or it was... Uh, <laughs> uh, just drew the blank on it. It was either Ubisoft or it was... Um, Nope, I'll think of it just yeah, a second. Go. Dang That's it. all right. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of people just kind of been like, uh, 22 games on launch. A lot of the games are within the, you know, about a year old. Older That's games. all the games that are on launch? Um, yeah, they just only have 22 available right now. Oh, wow. So yeah, I thought kind it was the... going to have that whole mm-hmm. Unreal. That's what it was, wasn't it? Oh, maybe, yeah. But th- that was the issue. So they came out and said, hey, we're only going to have 22 on launch. That pissed a lot of people off. Um. And so I looked at uh, an article um, on Kotaku that was written by Paul Tamayo. Or Tamayo. Um, he got the Founders Edition. He said it comes with a Stadia controller, a uh, Chromecast Ultra, and a charger with a USB cable uh, that you can also use to plug into your PC or laptop for playing inside the Chrome bra- uh, Chromebook or Chrome browser, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um he says, uh, if you've got all the right right pieces in place, uh, the Stadia works pretty good. Hmm. So he's talking, you know, whatever um, system you're working on, so your PC. I'm not really right. so, as sure about the, the phone. Internet, that's another big deal. Um, some people have really been complaining about uh, there's some input delay because of Internet. And so if you yeah. have the lower lower speed Internets, it's not running uh, smoothly 
Um, there's some jitters, tears, uh, gotcha. delay, things like that. And so people are like, uh, you promised this right. would run smooth. I, this is supposed to be the best kind of thing. Right. <laughs> he says uh, in this article, he says, in order to play on your phone or on a Chromecast Ultra, you'll have to have the Google Home app. Uh, set the device up, and then you have to tie it to your personal account. Um, hmm. He played it on his TV, said play played pretty smooth. He used now he has one gig uh, internet speed, so that that is something to bear in mind. Um, but he played Red Dead Two, said so looks great, but appeared to cap out at only thirty frame rates per second. So that's kind of poo poo. Yeah, for sure. Where's our sixty frame rates that we talked about? Right. Um, and that does make a difference, especially when you look at things and realize the differences. Like it does affect. Uh, he says for all the uh, teraflop talk at GDC, he said I was a bit let down because of that. Um, he did play Destiny 2, said it looked amazing on the TV, ran well at 60 frames per second. He said there was hardly any noticeable input delay for him. He said, but when it does happen, it's uh, really disruptive. He said, I'd stop sprinting and my character would take an extra step or I'd miss a headshot that I swear I would have gotten on a PlayStation 4 or with mm. a mouse and keyboard on the gaming computer. That sucks. Um, yeah, he says Stadia's... So he kind of says here, he makes like a like a statement about it. It says, Stadia for tech-savvy people. Uh, he's saying that it's for tech-savvy people, but it's like they already own an easier way to play these games. And so that's kind of what people are saying, uh, because you do the 129 Founder Edition, gets you, the door, gets you in the door a little cheaper uh, than the other consoles, assuming you already have a TV, a computer, or a Pixel phone that's going to run it. Right. Um, launch lineup leaves much to be desired, he says, with only 22 games. Mm. And um, he also goes on to say, but one of the original 12, except for Guilt, have only have been available on other platforms for some time now. So he's just saying half your games that you're already launching are old. They're old games. Mm. And so mm -hmm. when you're trying to push this thing big, it's just not, you know, mm -hmm. it's not great for their first launch. Um he says, on launch, Stadia won't have some of its major social features like uh, Stream Connect or Crowdplay. Um, that'll come next year. He says, according to Google, uh, it doesn't have an achievement system currently for the for the games. Uh, current Chrome, uh, excuse me, guys. Current Chromecast Ultras won't run Stadia, and no family sharing, nobody passes. And some founders won't get theirs right here. He says late November, early December. Chromecast um, Ultra won't run it, huh? Yeah, the original. So then, so I think it's maybe the ones that you have to get with the bundle, maybe that run. Yeah. It. So anyway, so it's just kind of like well, Google. What are you doing on your launch? You don't want yeah, to make a splash rough. like this. Um, now, you know, pending Google sticks with this. We hope they do. Um, you know, they can obviously work out a lot of these kinks, and as far as launch titles, it can get better. Um, but some people have even said, well, what if they drop the deal completely? I bought all these games through Google Stadia. I'm just going to lose them if they don't. And with a launch like this, it just makes people feel like, eh, you know. Yeah, but you got to remember, it's, it's Google. We talked about that in our very first conversation about it. One of the benefits about it being Google is the resources and the ability to change gears quickly. Right. Right. But, so, would, but wouldn't you say with all those resources and things like that, they they should have had this under control? 
Yeah, my, that okay. much money. <laughs> Here's what they should have done. They should have done a beta, mm -hmm. and they should have ran a uh, trial before this, a live trial with real people, because mm -hmm. the truth is they're doing something in the back end on their structuring. It's not just normal, mm -hmm. uh, like we're like like uh, shadow, right? Mm -hmm. Where we're just shadowing a PC. Mm -hmm. um, this is this is a lot more going into their back end processing because they're trying to do things in a different way than has ever been done because mm -hmm. their plans are really looking forward towards much bigger things already, even though they're just now launching. Mm -hmm. So they're pre setting it up to do this a whole new way. And so when you're doing something completely different, you're not just trying to jump in the game, doing something other people do better. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I think it would have been smarter for them to have some kind of a soft launch. Yeah, first they, because that's popular nowadays. And know? they and they needed someone there to tell them. And I I can't believe and you know they're not really into the gaming market. But they should know because of tech is that mm -hmm. um, the gaming world uh, changes on the fly. I mean, mm -hmm. a month in gaming can can you know be a huge change as far as mm -hmm. new games that are coming out, new things, new tech, all that kind of stuff. Um, and really, it just seems like the founders edition should have just been the beta edition. Right. You know? That's what I'm saying. Yep. Or like... And it, uh, and it should have been... I think it should have been priced even lower because it's almost priced normal. Like it's, yeah. Or if they priced it normal, say, much. hey, you don't got to pay any subscription stuff. You'll get right. it free right now yep. <clears throat> during the beta phase until we work out these kinks Yeah, because really Founders, Founders is because nobody else... If you didn't get Founders, you can't play right now. Right. So in all reality, right. Founders is beta. They just yep. didn't make it known that it was beta. So I think that's really bad marketing. And yeah. Does that make sense? But yeah. they are using it for that. Before they do a full launch, the Founders Edition kind of is a soft launch. The way mm -hmm. they acted like it was, it's going to be awesome. This is an exclusive launch. Right. Well, that's even worse because now I feel like I was getting something special, not a beta. Right. You know what I mean? I'm your VIP, and you gave me all the all the bad yeah. stuff with that sandwich. Let's <laughs> see. I I uh, <laughs> it is it is uh, Ubisoft that has it. It's called UPlay Plus. That's the one that it's got all the. Uh, the other subscriptions in it. I mean, it's, you get all their games with that. Okay. Well, when they were first launching, coming out with that, I remember Stadia came out and said, we're going to have it. It's going to be part of what we're doing. Well, I remember when we reported on it back then, they didn't say when. It's just, it gave you the vibe mm -hmm. that it was coming. that's coming out with it. Right. So mm -hmm. when you said 22 games, I said, whoa. Yeah. Wait a minute. I thought they were going to have the whole Ubisoft collection. Yeah. That's, you know what I mean? It's a different story. Yeah. Right, so. yeah, and it's not now. This article that I'm looking at right now says not till 2020 uh, will they yeah. will they bring that partnership in, and it's like, mm. Mm. Yep. yeah, yep. So I'm not giving up on Google Stadia, but it is kind of sad to see that they're just kind of fumbling right now. Yeah, uh, but they well, can get on no, track. There's no reason to give up. They've got too much money and resources. I don't. I don't think no. they're going to do this and back out anytime soon. I would say uh, this would be my advice, uh, just from how it seems with consoles too. Sometimes consoles will do this where they release, mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, it's a nice, beefy console, but there's only a, a handful of games right now. No one's really mm -hmm. using the machine to its full potential. So right. I would say if you're interested in Stadia, I would wait maybe till next year this time. Mm -hmm. oh, just yeah, kind of see. Just give them, give them a year to figure it out. Give them a year to get some more exclusive titles and, mm -hmm. you know, this kind of thing. Let them get the lay of the land, so to speak, and then make your decision. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not going to spend that amount of money plus subscription for poop. Yeah, no. I'll just not. I'll just do Shadow yep. when I can, where I can just cancel anytime. That's right. <laughs> and, and I don't want. 
<coughs> goodness, and I don't have to, uh, you know, pay that extra. What was it? What was the price by in? 140 something. Anyway. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Shadow's yeah. just getting better and better. Anyways, they're growing. They're doing a good job. Yeah. I don't want to talk about them too much, you know, because I'd like to get something going with them before we start touting them all over the place. But... Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no free advertising for them. Yeah. <clears throat> oh man. Well, one thing that is doing pretty good, uh, that had a pretty good launch is the Star Wars, um, Jedi Fallen yeah. Order. People it loving came, that thing. It came out. A lot of people were enjoying it. Um, you know, a lot of positive stuff for it. So that's good. I mean, because it's EA produced and it's a Star Wars game, you're already nervous because of the whole um, debacle, you know, recently with uh, the previous Star Wars title. It was like, ugh. So it's mm-hmm. good to see that they're at least doing something right over there. Yeah, what know. am I going to have to pay extra just to get a lightsaber? You know, right, you know right. I, you never know when EA comes out with something lately. Exactly. So I, I went to two different uh, websites and kind of looked at their reviews. Uh, I'm just going to kind of cover their pros and cons list or kind of their overall thought um, mm-hmm. because I haven't really played the game, so I'm not going to review it, you know. But I will say that uh, not only have these guys had good things to say, but um, a lot of users on Facebook and things have been posting, been playing, it's awesome, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And then YouTube reviews, people have been saying it's good. Um, yeah, the groups, I, all the groups we're part of, it seems like yeah. it's being uh, touted pretty well. Yeah. Um, TechRadar.com came in, and so uh, on their pros for the game, they said best Star Wars combat system to date. Um, they disparate, uh, but admiral mix of, desperate, desperate, but admiral mix of Dark Souls and <laughs> Uncharted. Nice. Um, so kind of a mix like that. Um they say that uh, it's faith, faithful to the cinematic hallmarks of Star Wars. Um, some of the negatives, they said it's kind of, they feel it has bloated gameplay between set pieces, uh, boring protagonists, and lackluster story. So that's going to kind of be, um, you know, that depends on the person. Fun to play, maybe just not the deepest game. Mm-hmm. But gotcha. some people, some people that might be enough. Yep. You know, stories stories are made for different people. So yeah, that's there's right. some movies that are amazing to some and some and another person tell you it sucked. Um, mm-hmm. They said performance, hit, performance hitches and poor signposting. Um, by signposting, they mean like um, text above items and things like that. Um, I did read that they were having some issues with like maybe some uh, texture tearing, like uh, things like that, some like graphical <laughs> stuff that was... Okay. A little buggy, but uh, they're already patching that, so that should get fixed soon. I think they yeah. were releasing an, an update on that um, to fix some of those issues. Um, I think any of your any of your big game makers like EA, you know, Ubisoft, any of those kind of guys, they need to be nowadays quick yeah. on those kind of updates. They've got the resources. They're launching a big game. You know, it's different you if it's a honest. smaller company and things like that. We may wait. Wait a couple months, and now there's an update that makes the game run better. Mm-hmm. But stuff like 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 EA better be like a week. Yeah, we get that update, you know, yeah. or it's they're just going to lose a lot of traction. Yeah, so they need to be on it. And I mean, if Fortnite can do it, EA can do it. Yep, that's right. Just saying. Um, let's see. Also, I looked up uh, GamesRadar.com. They did a um, a review on it as well. Some of their pros were uh, the lightsaber feels powerful, so. 
that's good. I mean, if you're playing a Jedi, that's what you want. I've played Star Wars games where you have a lightsaber, and it's like, uh, it's this, weak. this sucks. Yeah. I'm supposed to be a yeah. Jedi. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Want, you play that game for the fantasy. You know? mm-hmm. um, they said planets are dense and intricate, so that's good. Uh, BD-1 is your fa- is your new favorite droid. Yeah, that's up to, you know, up to opinion, right? Uh, he says, mm-hmm. challenging yet rarely frustrating. So that's good. Uh, some of their cons were uh, it has imprecise platforming, um, and also it's visually rougher than expected. But like I said, they are, are patching some of that. So, eh, it is what it is. Uh, but overall... Their final verdict was a 4 out of 5 on GamesRadar. And they said, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order might take ideas liberally from others, but the results in the endearing adventure that ranks as EA's best Star Wars effort yet. Sweet. So, I think it's a solid buy if uh, if you're a Star Wars fan. So Yeah, I don't think I've come across really any actual, you know, Star Wars fans so far that are like, oh, this game's not worth getting. Right. You know what I mean? Some games are that way. They're just turds. They're just horrible right off the bat. And it's yeah. like, wow. No you know waiting on this. Yeah. 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 Um, and then it had an 81% on Metacritic. That's pretty good. Yep. So, not bad at all, guys. So, you know, if you're feeling froggy, get it. Or maybe ask for Christmas. It could be a good Christmas gift. Um, nice. Yeah. So, staying in the uh, spirit of Star Wars, um, Fortnite... Um, has itself a little crossover event. Nice. Yes, yes. Fortnite is doing a Star Wars crossover, guys. Um, Epic announced the crossover uh, with a new video showing off uh, an original trilogy stormtrooper, uh, stormtrooper skin, um, and you're going to be able to snag it in the game. Sweet. So you can purchase the skin in the usual item store, or if you want some extra bang for your buck. You can get a code for uh, for it by purchasing Jedi Fallen Order on the Epic Store, the Epic Game Store. Um, it's still ah. available on Steam and Origin, um, Origin Access, but uh, if you prefer that, so don't worry about that. You're just not going to get the extra goodies. So this is really interesting, the fact that EA made the game. Mm-hmm. And their origin users aren't going to get the extra goodies, but the Fortnite peeps are interesting. Hmm. That's just kind of interesting to me. Yeah, that they, that they were able to pull that deal off, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, even better, a star destroyer has appeared in the sky over the Fortnite map. So one of those imperial ships, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, at present time, it appears that the uh, star destroyer is considerable dis- considerable distance from the island. Uh, it could be that once it gets closer, we'll see some sort of new occurrence. But only time will tell. Yeah, they're gonna so, do something. They always do something. Yeah. God, I wish I liked Fortnite. Like I, like I, I not liked in the sense I, I wish I could get into, get yeah, into yeah. it, play it, be decent, and like it. Because yeah. that sucker is just constant updates, man. Yep. Yeah, All they do a great the job with their fan base. Yeah. I have nothing against Fortnite. It's just not our game. Yeah. I'm like, geez, these other game companies need to take a page out of uh, Fortnite's yeah, playbook. Yeah, Apex has. I would say so far Apex has done a great job. Yeah, they are. And if we had the time, I think we would be, we would definitely be playing Apex a lot more. Yeah, I think you're right. I think like so. Like you put, you put Apex in the settings of Ryan and Clint at 24, 
we oh, live yeah. on Apex. Yeah, minus kids. Psh, yeah. I'll yeah. be on a lot of these games. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my last and final uh news story, guys. Uh, I know we went a little long on the news. Uh, the last uh, article here is uh, there's going to be a new expansion for Borderlands 3. Uh, the nice. first campaign expansion is going to be revealed. Uh, it's called Moxie's Heist uh, of the Handsome Jack Jackpot. Uh, it's a plot to take control of the gaudiest gambling joint in the galaxy. Unlike typical casino heists, though, this one isn't so much about outsmarting the mobbed mobbed up owner with fast talk and dirty tricks as it is just shooting the heck out of everything that moves uh they say moxie's heist true borderlands fashion oh yeah true it says borderlands fashion says moxie's heist of the handsome jackpot is the first of four dlc packs planned for borderlands 3 and is built for characters uh, of at least level 13 but will scale up automatically for higher players uh, to take part in the job, you'll need to have reached the end of Borderlands 3 Prologue and unlocked Sanctuary 3. Uh, mm. Borderlands 3 is also getting a new raid-style challenge for four max player um, for four max level players uh, called Takedown at the Maliwan Black Site uh, as part of a major content update that will also add a new level for Mayhem Mode. Uh, Mayhem 4. New mode removes all player penalties and applies two random modifiers instead. One that applies a bonus to players and another that does the same for enemies and will yeah. offer exclusive legendary gear that will only drop when the mode is enabled. Uh, um, I just really want to play some Borderlands. I know. The fact that they're doing this DLC so fast. Jeez. Mm -hmm. uh, the update will also give uh, bosses their own dedicated loot pools to enable more efficient farming expand the <coughs> excuse me expand the maximum bank space from 50 to 300 slots add a familiar new target dummy to sanctuary 3 shooting range add new vending machines and make a number of improvements to the interface more nice. long-term uh, plans will be uh, gearbox is planning an overhaul of mayhem mode called wait for it mayhem 2.0 Oh, good name. Uh, yeah. Yep. It will feature uh, new modifiers, uh, playlists, rewards, and additional levels to take on. Uh, Borderlands nice. 3, uh, Moxie's Heist of Handsome Jackpot is set to go live on December 19th. So there you go, Sweet. guys. If you're, if you're getting bored right now with the end of Borderlands 3, now you got more content coming right around the corner just in time. That might be right around when we holidays. get to start playing. Because I'm usually, uh, Christmas season wraps up around the 15th or so. Mm -hmm. And so Borderlands is definitely I on my list to, to play during that play. break. Yeah, that'd be sweet. So uh, so that's going to end the news. I didn't bring any water, guys. So your old lips were getting a little dry during that segment. <laughs> but uh, with that, Ryan, go, I want to know. Go grab some water real quick. We're live, but that's no big deal. Yeah, I will. Um I'm going to go ahead and uh, transition here to let you knock out the deals, show us what we need to be looking for um, as oh, we yeah. head into uh, December. Mm-hmm. These deals make me want to spend some money, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. I like spending money. And then I look at my bank account, and I don't.
are ye scurvy dogs? Where's me Luta? guys the deals on wheels for reals all right first guys i'm gonna i'm not gonna read every game because you know everything's on sale on black friday but i'm gonna read the ones that stand out that are the bigger ones starting with nintendo switch uh if you are a crash uh bandicoot fan crash bandicoot team racing nitro fueled is on sale for 25 bucks okay for black friday and that game is uh, usually 35 it just dropped from 40 I think uh, that game is definitely a good one another one is uh, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is normally 40 uh, it's normally 59 it's on sale right now for 43 but it's going to be on sale on Black Friday for 30 bucks so if you've been wanting to get your hands on Legends of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is a good game, one of the best Zeldas a lot of people think that has ever been. Um, 30 bucks, you can't beat that. We got Mario uh, Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. That one, same thing. 30 bucks. 30 bucks, 30 bucks. Um, no, it's 20 bucks. Sorry, guys. Yeah, that one's 20. It's usually 30. Then you've got, uh, let's see, Mortal Kombat 11, which has just been probably the best. Mortal Kombat, in a sense of download content, uh, fan support, fan interaction, people loving it, continuing to talk about it. It's a very active community still. That one is going to be out there on Black Friday for twenty-five bucks. Ooh, um, I might want to snag that one. Yeah. Then you've got Tiki 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 Taki. You've got Resident Evil Origins Collection. I think that's the one that comes with all the old ones. That okay. they've been kind of throwing out there lately. Um, that is going to be, it's normally 39 and it's going to be uh, 30 okay? Hmm. Makes you and think, you got, uh, are they planning a remaster in the future of some of those old, since number two did so good? Yeah, it's like, maybe. Maybe bring back a, an original mansion one? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or maybe number three with, uh, what's his face? Nemesis. Yeah, yeah, maybe, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Also for the this is all for the Twitch or Twitch. It's for the Switch. Okay. You've got um, Spyro. It's usually thirty nine. It's twenty five. This is the this is the trilogy. It's the whole little set of three of them. Okay. Um, Super Mario Odyssey. That one is usually fifty eight. It's actually on sale right now for forty nine. Okay. But it's but it's going to be thirty for the Black Friday sale. Ooh. Okay. Yep, Super Mario Party, same thing, thirty bucks. It's on a big sale. Then we got for PlayStation Four, Borderlands, thirty bucks. You can't beat that. Borderlands Three, thirty bucks. I'm gonna be on that. What? Well, hey, I'm, I'm give, gonna, I'm gonna give me a that. copy. Yep. <laughs> uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, it's thirty-eight dollars. I want to say there was a better sale I saw the other day. I think I think it's actually gonna be thirty at some places, guys. So I think mm-hmm. I read that. Um, this is specifically, we're talking about your basic, uh, sale, which is going to be Walmart. I think Amazon, mm-hmm. a couple of, like target, this is the ones we're going over. There are okay. some places that run some even better ones. Uh, but this one is, it's going to be, you know, it's still 60 bucks, modern warfare mm-hmm. and it's going to be 38. So you're still wow. saving 22 bucks. Um, devil may cry is 20 bucks. 
the division two 20 bucks days gone 20 bucks those are all 10 or 15 dollars off okay and those games haven't moved in price in a long time so i mean other than when they're on the sale they're right. all still doing well Jeez, fifa I, 20 i probably wouldn't mind trying days gone that's the zombie one mm -hmm. yeah we haven't got to play that one mm -hmm. yeah for 20 bucks i mean that's a good deal yeah FIFA 20 is 27 bucks. I think that one's still $60 right now. Uh, Ghost Recon uh, Breakpoint is 30 bucks. That one's 10 to 15 off, depending on where you're buying it. Okay. God of War, the original's $15 right now. Let me see. Is that the 2018 version? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that yeah, it's the one that's just called God of War, but it's still right. the, the newer it's one. It's kind yeah. of the new revamp, yeah. Right. And then you've got uh, Kingdom Hearts. Uh, what is Kingdom Hearts selling for right now? Let's see. It's $20 for Black Friday, and it's usually 59 bucks. So uh, it's actually on sale right now for 24 kind of a pre-Black Friday sale. Okay. So you can wait, get five more dollars off, or you can go buy it right now for 24 uh, Mortal Kombat 11, same price we talked about on uh, Switch. It's the same thing here. We've got Mortal Kombat 11 for... 25 bucks. Need for Speed Heat, 30 bucks. I want to make sure I'm not skipping any big ones. You guys that like uh, MLB, The Show 19, uh, mm -hmm. that that one is 20 bucks on Black Friday. Let's see. I know there was one other one on here. Red Dead Redemption. If you've been waiting to get it, it's 30. I think that's only about 10 bucks off. So it's not, that was not a huge sale. Mm-hmm. Um, and The Witcher Three, which that game is still—if you haven't played that game, it's fifteen bucks. I mean, that's yeah. that's the game you should definitely. If you if you like, uh, you know, single player deep campaigns, fifteen bucks—you can't beat it for a game like that. That yeah, game you, is one of the top sellers of this last year. Yeah, you won't be uh, dissatisfied with that RPG. No, at all. No, definitely not. Uh, Xbox One, mainly the same deals, guys. So these deals are going to carry over on all of them. Modern, Modern Warfare 38, Borderlands 30. Uh, let's make sure there's none. Uh, Gears 5 30. That's the other game, Clint. Okay, that's the other so, big one. Yep, yeah. yep. So there's actually three that I want. I want Borderlands 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and Gears 5. And you just get Gears 5 through Shadow. The boom, there you go. Yep, yep, yep. So all three of those, uh, those are my top picks on a personal level Yeah. for what's on sale. And if you're a, if you're a co-op kind of guy, you like playing with friends or co-op versus or like uh, multiplayer, I think those are probably your three top games that are have the best discount for this Black Friday that I've seen. Yeah, that's good. Bundles, I mean, like uh, you know, actual console bundles and things like that. Mm -hmm. You got the PS4 Slim one terabyte with God of War, okay. uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition. And The Last of Us Remastered. Oh, so it comes with, okay. comes with all of those for 200 bucks. Nice. That's a good deal. That is That's a good, good deal. deal. Those both, both of those single-player games are good. That, that'll mm -hmm. last you through the, through, the, through the winter. I mean, mm -hmm. you can get in and play that. Yeah. Okay, if you've been itching for a VR and you're one of those guys that doesn't like to buy, you know, high-tech stuff used, which a lot of guys are that way, uh, you don't you don't want to go buy it used for 150. You know that's about what they're going for the VR set mm -hmm. on its own. You can get it for 200 brand new with warranty on Black Friday. This is a bundle. It's coming with uh, it's coming with 
VR Worlds, VR Skyrim, Astrobot, Resident Evil. The, the, you know, what is that one called? RE7, uh, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Yeah, yeah, 7, yep, Biohazard. And then, uh, I've never played this one. Everybody's Golf VR. That'd be kind of fun, probably. Yeah. So it comes comes with all those uh, along with it. So that's the it's not just the VR set, it's a bundle. Yeah. And then you can uh, download a VR... What was that one we played that day that was pretty fun? VR chat, VR play or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like an Avatar World thing. That's yeah, it was almost about. like a Minecraft kind of VR kind of thing. Yeah, we were playing paintball and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like people people create the, the, the worlds and then you go into mm-hmm. like a lobby, sync up with a bunch of strangers in VR and go play. They're cool. all pretty active too. Like yeah. the players in there are pretty talkative. Yeah, pretty nice. Uh, PlayStation Pro. If you don't want to go for a slim or one of the lightweight ones, you can go with PlayStation Pro, three hundred bucks. I mean, you know, I'm that guy for certain things. I'll go new, but PlayStation Pro, three hundred bucks is a good deal. I think you can find a PlayStation Pro out there for two hundred on Facebook right now. So to me, that's not a that's not a steal unless you need that warranty. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, but it's if a you're good particular deal. about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the thing now, is, guys, to remember, if you're on a budget. Um, you know, PlayStation uh, Four and or PlayStation Five and the Xbox, uh, Xbox Scarlet or Project Scarlet, mm-hmm. they've all said that on their systems. I mean, they're not leaving. The plan is not to leave the current gen systems behind because they're still pretty darn powerful. So, right. I think in terms of uh, th- these consoles that are about to be left behind, will still last you um, a while. So, kind of keep that in mind. Yeah. What's your what's your opinion on that? How long is a while? Yeah. Three years? Two to three say, years. I'd say for it to be worth it, at least three to four for me. If I if I'm gonna spend three hundred on a pro right now on a deal, right? Right. Uh, I at least want to get about three to four years out of it. But how many years do you think they'll actually continue to dump into it? Is what I'm asking. It depends on how they're building them. If they're now building them kind of like PC games, right. where you have these settings. Mm-hmm. I think they could they could possibly make it work. You can continue to play while. the new ones on both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, if they cross platform it like that. Mm-hmm. And it's not like its own network and its own platform and its mm-hmm. own Yes. Not just like uh you know, where you can play the old ones, right? You know, mm-hmm. you can play the old three sixty game. That's not what I'm talking about. Right. I'm talking right. about playing the new current game mm-hmm. on the on this older console. And if that's they do what it they're that touting. Way, that's what they're touting that PS four okay. players, PS five players will be able to play the same together. games together. It's just okay. you're not going to get that graphical upgrade. Some of the so it's really UI just like stuff. a. It's more like a PlayStation Four Pro Pro. Yeah, like we're just taking another now, step up. Now we'll see if they actually stick to those guns. Right. You know okay. what I mean? But yeah, I would say it's probably smart. Okay, another deal for you guys, and I say this on the consoles for Facebook and stuff like that is because most of the time a console sits still. Right, so that's just my like a console sits on a shelf, and if it's clean, and not very dirty looking, and not scratched up like someone's been carrying it around with them, usually you're good to go buying a used console. There's no issue; it'll keep running for years. The problem when you're talking about a VR system, it never sits still. It's it's right. like a controller; it's on somebody's head. It's you don't know used. what's been on them lenses. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. that's that. I go new on the VR. You yeah, know what I mean? Unless I it's play. a killer, unless it's a killer deal. You really got a high chance of getting something that's got a malfunction or a problem or something's broke on it. Or, or you yeah, get the old work. pink eye, you know? Yeah, who knows, you know? 
Okay, Xbox One S, which is the slim. Okay. This is the one that, that has the game slot still. There's two versions. There's one with a game slot, and then there's one they call the digital edition. That's okay. the one. There is no there's no hard copy of anything. It's just digital. Right. Um, with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, 200 bucks. That's a good deal. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good deal. If you're one of those who just want to be able to play Xbox One games, I don't got to have the best, fastest top graphics. I just need a good game, console, Xbox One S, 200 bucks. That's a steal. Okay. I mean, especially with that game. With it, if you're if you're a uh, what do you call it? If you're a Star Wars fan, that's a good one. Yeah, and it's a it's a brand new game, so. Mm-hmm. Now, now, if it were me, and you, your Gears Five guy, okay, or your Gears guy at all, this is a pretty sweet bundle that they're selling. Okay, it's the Xbox One X, which is the the higher speed one. It's like the Pro, of course. You guys know that one terabyte with Gears One through Five. Ooh, that bundle's okay. that that bundle's usually five hundred. It's going to be three fifty. Oh, okay. That's, that's a good deal if you're really looking for the top console without because you know this next generation is going to be close to seven hundred bucks. You know mm-hmm. it is. There's no way it's not going to be with the price of the last one when mm-hmm. it first came out. And so you're going to be probably five ninety nine at the lowest to seven forty nine. You know what I mean? Somewhere mm-hmm. in that range, I think, is what we're going to see with these two new consoles coming out. Um. Xbox One S, all digital. That one, if you don't care about having the disc, shoot. Shoot. $150. Yeah. I'm talking about $150, bucks, guys. That's the same. You, that's like going, you can go for years and years and years. You couldn't buy a used Xbox 360 for $150. That's a steal to get a brand new one mm-hmm. under warranty and everything. And they're already cheap. They're $250, you know, normal. But $150 think about that for a new console come on it plays all the same games you're good to go oh yeah yeah you're good yeah you're gold hey you know uh, you, did, you did say that and i don't want to get you too far off track because i don't know where you're at on your list but yeah um i kind of think you know they could pull the old hey we want to keep it around the 500 mark maybe a little more mm-hmm. really they well and they might go and this is just me thinking out loud i haven't really read anything yet on it um i just think if they want to keep it you know because it's always been around four to five hundred right Usually, I think now about five. I thought, I thought the Xbox One when it first came out was five ninety nine. Am I wrong? I think, yeah, I think you might be right because I'm thinking. Cause more I remember thinking, whoa, they jumped it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was the PlayStation? It was. It was. I five? think it was five. Yeah. Okay. But what I'm what I'm wondering is they'll probably do the same uh, kind of the same strategy they did with these uh, these past this this current gen. I think mm-hmm. they'll they'll relate release release next year they'll release you know the the price boom here you go get your new xbox scarlet mm-hmm. get your new playstation 5 and then i think within a year year and a half you're gonna see them come out and say all right now get your playstation 5 pro your xbox okay. yeah xbox yep. 5 you know That's whatever true. pro i think so they're the, gonna go that route probably that might be what i'm thinking of maybe the 599 one was when they first came out with the x yeah that might Maybe. have been what it was, because I remember thinking, "Geez," because mm-hmm. you know, used to a console, the new consoles were three ninety nine, they were three forty nine, and then three ninety nine, mm-hmm. and then to go from that to five ninety nine to me was, you know. Big and then job. I think about it, and I think, you know, we pay a thousand dollars for our phones. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And yeah, we use our phones all the time, but but now they do know. that stuff with contract, you know. It's like so you don't feel yeah. it quite as much. Not hey. shilling there. <laughs> it's still a thousand dollars though. But what if they did that? Ooh, yeah, it'd be a big difference, wouldn't it? You'd be like, uh, no, thank you. 
No, I'm saying what if what if the uh, consoles oh. did that? If right. they said, hey, yeah, come in, you get it. That would counteract the cloud gaming. Forty dollars a month to to uh, Xbox. You got to. I mean, play if it you think deal. about it, it would definitely counteract the cloud gaming. Mm-hmm. Like, well, instead of playing paying Stadia this or Stadia this, I could just pay right. this subscription and eventually own this Xbox mm-hmm. or this PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could. Ah. It looks like the original price was four ninety nine. You are correct. Okay. Yep. I think. Uh, oh, I'm not gonna spend any time looking up what the X was. Yeah. But yeah, four nine. If the original was four ninety nine. You're right. I don't think this one will be much more than that. They're not going to jump that. But you're yeah. probably right. They're going to jump it with the, with the better version. Get everybody, get them, get the diehards first, and then wait about a year, drop the price on that, and then release that new Big Daddy. With the, see my, just this little step up. My mindset it's going to be more, primarily because I forget you know they're buying for, they're buying a lot of consoles get bought for kids, not just adults, right? Yeah. And so you can't have the price too high. Or the parents won't get it for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of got to have this certain place. But I'm thinking, you know, phones went from $7.99. That was a normal price for a phone. $7.99 mm-hmm. to $8.99 for all the, the top phones. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the best phone you could get. Already within a couple of years, the top phone is like 1100 Yeah, it's crazy. And we've, and we've accepted that. Mm-hmm. And so if the phone could jump that far, I'm kind of nervous the console is going to make a little bit of a... Yeah, but I think they're, like you said, I think they're going to have to do a subscription setup. That's true. That's I think, true. I think once you get above the 500. I think you're people, right. That's probably why the phones were able to move up so much is because they know nobody actually pays it right then and Yeah, anymore. they went and got yeah. a deal with AT&T or Verizon yep. was like, hey. That's true. Won't you contract them in? We'll sell this sucker for 1000 mm-hmm. and we'll make some moolah. They won't even know it happened. Mm-hmm. So that's what they do. Okay, well, we got a Nintendo Switch deal. For okay. you switchers out there, uh, this is the older model with a free digital copy of Mario Kart 8. It's 300 bucks. To me, that doesn't sound like that great of a deal. And I looked around at a couple different sites. That's your deal right now. Hmm. And so I don't know if Switch is still kind of just selling really well compared to the other two because there's no new one coming. Mm-hmm. Right? And it could um, be. Yeah. It has that portable effect and it has for the younger kids and mm-hmm. your, you know, your middle schoolers that maybe don't. Right. Because they can play, I think, Fortnite on Switch now, can't you? Fortnite. Yeah, I think Fortnite so. Fortnite and all that stuff. So the 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 pop culture craze right now is mm-hmm. you can play it on Switch. So the parents are like, right. uh, you can't have that PlayStation or Xbox, but we'll get you this little Switch. Right, right. Um, and you'll stay out of here. Out of right. Here. Yep. Now you got uh, Oculus Go. This is the okay. 32 gigabyte version. It's 149. I mean, those things have really mm, come down over bad. the years. Yeah, mm-hmm. its normal price right now is two hundred, so the sale is not phenomenal, you know. But does it, it's still does a good it specify deal. is that the one that's just wired or is that the one that's, uh, you know, they have the different versions now? Like you can do the headset where it's uh, where you hook into the PC. Um, now, now they've released the headset that's, that's yeah, this within is in the wireless. This is the this is on its own, but I don't think it's the one that you can now tap to this to the. Uh, no, maybe it is. When we did that review the other day, I think all of the Oculus Go's could now take advantage of the power of the uh, PC if you wanted to run stronger, bigger came, stuff maybe on it. Came with you a, could plug an, an adapter or cable. Yeah, that's what we were reading about that they're mm-hmm. supposed to be about to come out with. So yeah, I think this will end up being able to do both, but I'm not positive. Yeah, I just know it's a. It says it's the Go and it's 32 gigabits. 
Okay. Well, do your research Gigabytes, on that, guys. Obviously. When you look at that deal, just make sure it's the one that you do want. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even get it if it wasn't the one. You can do that mm -hmm. combo yeah. now. Because that was the big issue before. Do you want the Go or do you want that, you know, mm -hmm. how come my mind wanted to call it something else? I thought there was another name, an Oculus. I can't remember right now. Um, and then people were debating, do I want that? Is it worth dumbing down so I can have it with me anywhere? Mm -hmm. Or do I want the better one? And then they came out with this thing where you can now boost your ability of the Go mm -hmm. and play with that both ways. So that's definitely the route I would go. Gotcha. It's almost like having a Switch. Right, mm -hmm. I mean, you can take it with you or not, and it's still gonna. You're yeah. not sacrificing anything when you're back at home. Mm -hmm. I think on VR that's worth it. Mm -hmm. Okay, you got uh, controllers. You know, they're usually sixty bucks. They're gonna be forty. So if you've been looking for a oh, new bad. controller for Xbox One or uh, PlayStation Four, same thing. They're forty yeah. instead of sixty. Now's the time to stock up. Yep. Uh, let's see here. DualShock 4 controller, looks like it's a exclusive, maybe it's a Fortnite edition, same thing, 40 bucks instead of 60. Okay. Uh, I think that was the end of my list that stood out to me. Okay. There's obviously plenty of other games. Let me check, I had another article pulled up. Um, and remember guys, this is still a week out, so... Um... You know, yeah, they haven't of, announced all the big ones. As of uh, Friday, when you're listening to this, they may come out with a new list or possibly that following Monday. Yeah. If you've got a big budget, guys, and, and I bring this up because, you know, a lot of guys don't like buying pre-built computers, but I've had an Alienware laptop, and uh, that thing was old when I got it, and mm -hmm. I've still had it for years, and I use it for graphic design and things like that and a little bit of gaming. Great laptop. Never did the slowdown like your, you know, mm -hmm. uh, your kind of cheaper Sony's and different things like that usually do. Uh, kept running perfect. But I've heard great things about the Alienware Aurora, which is their gaming PC. Mm -hmm. It's the Aurora R8. It's a $1,700 computer. It's going to be on Black Friday sale for 1079 nice. So if you've been looking at that one, that is definitely a good deal. And there's Obviously probably you can... a warranty you can get with them, too. Mm -hmm. So... You know, yep, yep. And so this has got the uh, this is the one that's got the i7, uh, 9700 CPU, 16 gigabytes of RAM, 512 gigabyte solid state drive, okay. and a Radeon RX 5700 XT GPU. Nice. So, yeah, I don't think it's fully spec'd out to the max. It's just just under the max, if I remember okay. right when I was looking it up. Um, you've also got a really huge sale on the laptop. If you're into the laptop, and uh, I'm actually not sure whether Alienware's can still be upgraded. Used to, they, they were able to be, and that's one of the things that was special about them. Mm -hmm. Of course, Dell bought them, you know, and so mm -hmm. Dell makes Alienware now. Um, but from what I've heard and seen on reviews, they haven't changed much about the way they make it. They kind of mm -hmm. didn't want to make it a Dell. It's still an Alienware. Right. That's good. Um, Alienware M17, which is their big one. It's a 17-inch screen. It's a 4K display. It's usually twenty five hundred bucks. It's the top dog when it comes to the laptops, mm. and it's it's fifteen hundred. Okay. So that's a thousand dollar discount. A, you're getting a built in four K. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Hook up, guys. So that's yeah. Mm. I think that was it. Yep. I wanted to make sure and hit those two. Those are yeah. some big daddies. Those if are. you're looking to spend some money. Yeah. If you've been saving up, now may be the time to uh, pounce, guys. Mm hmm. Well, Ryan, thanks for hitting us with uh, 
for the deals uh, for Black Friday. Like we oh, can all, yeah. all go shopping. I heard some things on there that I'm already thinking, hmm, should mm-hmm. I ask the wife to go ahead and buy it? I don't know. Mm-mm. You know? No, you shouldn't. No? You shouldn't I, ask I, I shouldn't? I, no, oh, right. you're saying I should just go do it. Right, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Let's see. Yeah. I was going to say, buy my own Christmas gift. I got you. That's what you're saying you. there. Yeah. Except yeah. for Borderlands 3, we'll probably just buy that up right, right? Right, right. <laughs> Or oh, what we could do, ooh, I got a good idea. I buy yours, you buy mine. Boom, Christmas. Boom. Yeah, there you go. But then the girls will <laughs> say, why didn't you buy for us? And we're stuck. Oh, obviously we still buy stuff for them. Just yeah. with the leftover money. Right, right. Yeah, I like your plan. Although, I think someone owes someone some gamage, you know, for those quizzes they've lost. Uh, yeah, this is true. We'd have to go through and look. I think I think like maybe I owe Hunter like maybe one portion mm-hmm. of a game. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm sure we'll figure. I'm sure we'll figure out a way to make Borderlands Three happen in December. You know. Oh yeah. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. I'm sure something will go down. Uh, but uh, yeah. So thank you for the list, Ryan. You did good, buddy. With that you said, are. guys, we wanted to kind of keep with the spirit of things. Um. And so we're going to hit you with some tips and tricks. But this time, it's not going to be about gaming. It's going to be about the holiday, the U.S. holiday of Thanksgiving. So if you're not from the United States and you're listening, uh, we apologize. In a world of Easter eggs and cheats, it's time for what they don't want you to know. Ryan, do you smell that? No, I don't. Mm, that's the smell of turkey and gravy, baby. Yeah, Ooh. that's right. We're talking about you wake up Thursday morning. Ryan's out there putting up your lights, and you're watching the <laughs> Macy Day Parade. <laughs> oh, man. Don't, don't put that on me. I don't want to no. still be working Thanksgiving Day. Sorry, I didn't know if that was part of your schedule, but I thought it sounded good, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh we're gonna bring you some tips uh i just looked up some random stuff online of of what people say uh you know uh that you should should do to kind of help with the holidays uh with with thanksgiving in in particular and yeah. uh and then me and ryan are gonna throw in some of our own personal uh maybe experience or you know what you can do to help with the season Right, um, because we all know what it's like when you get all of your relatives together, and uh, this relative likes Trump, and this relative really liked Hillary. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we don't bring <laughs> politics in. We we take the Blizzard Activision stance. <laughs> I just say no politics. No. Nope. Right. Oh, that's funny. Well, uh, we'll start off with one of the one of the tips that I thought was helpful, and mm-hmm. I've never done. They said set the table the night before. Hmm. And I've, I'm like, you know, that makes sense. But they say that's one of those simple things that you can go ahead and do, get it set. Uh, I don't know if that works at my house because our table is the community table. So it's right. kind of like <laughs> as soon as you have guests, that's, just about they're to sitting say. at the table. Yeah, that's just for wealthy <laughs> people because even normal people use their table when they're prepping 
If you're talking about Thanksgiving, you got people over cooking, the table's just another countertop mm-hmm. until it's time. You know what I mean? There's, yeah, that's the way it's always being, been in our house. Yeah, there's stuff being made on that table. So if, if, if you're fortunate to, enough to have a dining room table and then mm-hmm. a kitchen table, right. um, you know, then go by all it. means, set it up. Yeah, yeah. what, just, what they call that is a formal dining area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just know at my house, my daughter would be in there playing the drums. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I'd be getting on to her messing with the fine china. I mean, so. at my house, when we have Thanksgiving, it's like paper plates. You know, nobody wants to do nothing. Right. We got right. all the food. <laughs> Tons of people. Mm-hmm. The f- I don't even know if there's any seating at the table when there's Thanksgiving. I say my house, but I mean like with my family. <laughs> yep. Pretty sure the table's just covered with food. Yeah. And then you, you just, just eat wherever you can get. Yeah. 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 Sit wherever you can sit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Ours is kind of kind of that way. You just kind of fit in where you can. And then we have the yeah. outside table, the... You know the patio table, so if the weather's right. not bad, some of the some of the relatives will go out there and sit right. out there on the patio. Right, right, right. Yeah, so it just kind of depends. Um, another one they said uh, is make sure you do uh, all your dishwashing and uh, stuff like that. Take out your trash the night before. Just kind of get rid of the some of the clutter and some of the yeah. you know the dirty dishes. A little bit of extras. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's not bad, but I think most hopefully most people are already doing that. Uh, if not, I'd love to be a fly on the wall at your Thanksgiving event, just, <laughs> just to see how chaotic it could get. Um, prepare as many dishes as you can the night before. So one of their things was uh, gravy bases can be frozen, uh, yep. vegetables can be cooked and refrigerated uh, for up to two days before. Yep. Um, so some of those things that are still going to taste wonderful, you know, go ahead and cook them the night before. And just yeah, throw I got them a tip for you. Yeah. Don't cook the whole meal yourself. Split no, it up yeah. with your family. You know what I mean? You make mm-hmm. a couple things, they make a couple things. There's some of those women out there, they just, they, it's my first day doing Thanksgiving at my house. And they just they make everything and just slave in there for like four days. Oh, Screw yeah. Screw that. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> Definitely not, yeah. Yeah. No. You're not going to get any extra credit for cooking everything. You're going to so, get a couple thank yous and then you're going to wonder whether it was worth it. Yep. Unless it's your great grandmother or your grandmother that's in there and knows how to do it, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah, don't even put yourself through that. Jeez, yeah, we always do kind of the one fan, you know, each family member brings a dish, mm-hmm. you know, a specialty or whatnot, right? And then we'll do like the the turkey and the and the and the bread or something, right? You know, something simple. So uh, this person says also establish a make your own breakfast policy. Um, so this is obviously for if you have family staying over through mm-hmm. the weekend. Um, they said uh, set up things like muffins, granola bars, cereal, that kind of stuff. And it'll yeah, you just don't want to have to cook a huge meal multiple times in the same day. Right, right. Yeah. So it's, hey, if you're going to eat, you make it, you clean it up because we're cooking right. Thanksgiving. I yep. think that's a good policy. I do, too. This one was kind of fancy. They said you can make edible napkin rings for the kids' table. Uh, we just, uh, you know, tear out the paper towels. Here you go. Yeah. You know, but uh, this person's napkin ring. This person's doing the more fancy article, mm-hmm. so I get it. We, we don't always fit into that that uh, round hole, you know. But we do have some of those upper echelons that listen, mm-hmm. and we not we're not hating you for that. We're just yeah. jealous. That's all. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um, when in doubt, ask the guests to break the ice. Literally, guys, um, you can ask guests who arrive early have them do simple tasks mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know have them um help get the rolls out maybe set in the pan or have mm-hmm. them 
you know, uh, bust up the bust up the ice, you know, simple things. Maybe even have them help you set the table. I'll just stick them to work. So um, they also said that you can, and this is something I thought was interesting. I kind of wish Hunter was on just to know his true opinion of does it really affect flavoring. Mm-hmm. Um, but this person says you can use dry herbs. So uh, if something calls for fresh herbs, like, uh, for instance, fresh sprigs of basil, um, mm-hmm. don't fret. You, can, uh, you don't even have to run to the store. Instead, if you have, usually you have dried herbs, you know. Mm-hmm. They said the general substitution is one teaspoon of dried herbs for one tablespoon of fresh herbs. Yeah, I think so. it matters on what herb you're talking some herbs yeah. dry are just fine. Some herbs, uh, you need you need fresh. I mean, like, there's a huge difference. Which, in which like ones would parsley. you? Parsley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Makes... Yeah. I think uh, oregano. There's a huge difference. If you, mm. you know, I cook with dry oregano all the time. But if I've got mm-hmm. a recipe and it's a high end something that I'm making, mm-hmm. yeah, fresh oregano. You know, uh, rosemary. You're good either way. I think. Yeah. You just need to add more. That's all. You know. Mm-hmm. Um crushed black pepper and all that kind of stuff you're good to go either way same thing like cloves you can buy cloves that's pre-powdered mm-hmm. mustard and things like that but uh i don't know about you know i wouldn't do it with everything yeah there's certain ones garlic no don't just add a bunch of powdered garlic to something mm-hmm. that asks for minced garlic you know what i mean right it's not going to be right. the same um one of the things i would say if you're doing like sodas or teas or anything like that Mm-hmm. Usually easier just to leave the two liters or the gallon of tea um, somewhere on a on a cabinet or a countertop, and just have your ice chest full of ice or your little ice area, mm-hmm. and just let let people do their own drinks that way. That can kind of help. Yep. Yep. Um, kind of helps with traffic. Um, let's see. Or you can do what the Maddox family does and just fill an ice chest like you're going camping. Just yeah. fill it with ice and a bunch of cans, and it's just. You know what I mean? Easy yeah. peasy. It's not. It's not. You know, napkin ring fancy, but uh, mm-hmm. it can take some pressure off. Yeah. Keeps you from having four hundred cups to clean too. Yeah. And then one of the final things um, is don't be afraid to ask your certain family members for help with cleanup. You know, um, if you have that aunt that just brought the one dish, you're sitting there talking <laughs> about you're talking about little Johnny who's giving you a headache. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and talk about little Johnny and have them help you. You know, yep. get in there, get the dishes done. Maybe help just throw some things in the trash. Um, women, don't be afraid to use your husbands. Yep. Send them to the store. If you forget something, the store's still open. Send them on a trip. Uh, you know, little little things like that can help. And um, and vice versa. Men, if you're cooking and the wife's free, send her. Either mm-hmm. way, uh, as the married couple... Don't argue about it. Just do it. It's yep. for the holidays. It's not yep. about you. It's about yep. family time. It's about getting together uh, and celebrating life. Well, you know? There's two different kinds of Thanksgivings. There's one where it's like, finally it's over. Yeah. And then there's one where it's like, that was fun. And we're not talking about the meal. The meal's always fun, right? Yeah. But the cooking, the prep can be fun if everybody involved is, you know, keeping the mood up, you know, and you're doing it together. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you cook like that and you hang out like that and you do things together, then it's like even if it if something doesn't come out perfect, it's okay because part of the Thanksgiving is the prep. Not yeah. like Thanksgiving starts when we eat. The whole time is part of Thanksgiving. Yeah. And when you do it that way, it's a whole much, much better holiday. 
that's a good point. I was going to kind of make the example of it's kind of like doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, in the beginning with this podcast, everything needed to be perfect always. If it wasn't, it burned me up. <laughs> and then I wasn't having as much fun. Right. And then slow, and you could kind of tell in the earlier recordings, like, hmm, he seems a little pissed. Well, it probably is because <laughs> I was. Not at, not at Ryan or Hunter, but at the putting everything together. It needed to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And so I think holidays are kind of similar, you know, yeah. um, you kind of just have to go with it and people, people are not perfect and family is definitely not perfect. I think we're all a little bit like the Simpsons, um, <laughs> in our own, you know, in our own mm-hmm. dysfunctional way. And so, yeah, I think it's important to remember, um, to kind of accept each other as you are and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, roll with the mistakes, roll with the, with the craziness a little bit. Yep. Don't be afraid to, uh, I would say, don't be afraid to make something different. Like It doesn't have yeah. to be Thanksgiving food. Yeah, you could do enchiladas. Just, you could do... Yeah, just make good food. That's all. Yeah. You know, everybody has Thanksgiving food, and they go to four different Thanksgivings, and they have four different kinds of stuffing and four different kinds of... Not that those things aren't good, but it's okay to be that guy who makes some tacos. You know? It's okay to, to be that guy that makes your specialty... That is not a Thanksgiving item, but you know it's the bomb and everybody's going to love it. And yeah. they're going to be happy that you made it because they get a little variety. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to complain. Yep. They're really happy just to be eating and be together. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I mean, more, <coughs> more, more than likely, unless you're at the in-law's house. No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. So, um, but generally at our house, it's not overly stressful. Um, there are times where it can be, but we'll try not to let it be. With kids, I think it makes it more stressful when you have kids that have needs. Mm-hmm. You know, I want I want a bottle. I want my pull-up changed. I want, you know. We've never even done Thanksgiving at our house yet, I don't think. We might have the year before last. I can't remember mm-hmm. if we. No, we might have tried to some last year, but we were in the remodel stuff. Okay. So I just don't really remember, but I don't think we've. It's yet to come to our house. Okay. Which I don't have any problem with. Yeah, it's I, honestly easier just to go. Yeah. yeah. It's easier to do that now. Do you guys do two Thanksgivings with your family? You, your mom, uh, your mom and dad side, and then Tiff's mom and uh, mom side, or do you do three? I guess. No, it's usually it's usually two. Like we may get together with uh, Tiff's dad, but it's usually not at Thanksgiving. It's just like sometime before or after we just get together and go to dinner somewhere. It's kind of for <laughs> Thanksgiving, but it's not Thanksgiving. Gotcha. And then mm-hmm. we do uh, Thanksgiving with Tiff's mom. And we usually do something with my parents, but you know, my parents, we're, we're kind of hit and miss on when we do things and don't do things too. So yeah. like we had them over this last Sunday to see the baby for the first time and we're all eating steaks. We made T-bone steaks and ribeyes. We're having a good time. And then all of a sudden my sister slides it in and she's like, I guess this is kind of Thanksgiving because chances are we're not going to get together again in the next week or so. And I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, go. okay, you know, that's kind of, that's our family. Okay. Yeah. I guess we had ribeyes a so, week early and that was Thanksgiving. So, oh, okay. Well, there, <laughs> there you go. We may or may not get together. Yeah. That's funny. It is. Mine's, mine's more like, hey, um, this is our reason to eat. So let's just, you know, who's, mm-hmm. who's getting that turkey together? Who's getting that gravy together? Part of that is probably my own fault, right? Because I'm usually so busy around that time of year. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get more than that one night. Right. So he, people he know. forgot he forgot we were doing the podcast tonight, guys. That's how oh, yeah. busy this man's been. I did. Even after even after uh, 
we talked about it this morning. morning. Yeah. Yeah. It's gone. <laughs> Completely gone. Yep. That's okay though. Life is life is like that on the holidays. Yep. So mine is more like uh we definitely always do it with my dad's side, right? Mm-hmm. And then like Mikhail has so many different family members that do so mm-hmm. many different things. Almost have to just kind of pick what you're gonna do yep. on that day and go with it. Right. And I'm the type I don't want to go like multiple places in one day. I hate doing that. Right. I, you know, I'm kind of like, um, it's the holiday. I mm-hmm. want to go one place, get it done. You're mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. At Christmas, we do. We go multiple yeah. places in one day. But I guess that's like more because real... you're, you're doing presents. Yeah, we do early breakfast, you know, kind of thing mm-hmm. at one place. You know what I mean? And then we mm-hmm. do a dinner at another place. So it's pretty spread out. And it's not the same kind of food. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. We usually do ham. We switch it up. You got any other, any other tips for Thanksgiving? I had a couple earlier. I thought were real um, good. And they slid past my mind. Did they? Oh, that yep. sucks. No, I think uh, you know. At the end of the day, try not to discuss politics unless you're a family that enjoys discussing politics. Or you're a family that yeah. all agrees in the same thing. Some families are that way. You're really not a part of the family anymore if you disagree, right? If it's a yep. Republican family and you're liberal, you're not at Thanksgiving. Just, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> sorry if that's yours, but you know those exist. Yeah, that's true. And if you're that's if true. you're a liberal family and you have somebody oddball in there who becomes a Republican, conservative, you're probably not there either because you're yeah. a bigot and a racist <laughs> and all these things according to them. So, uh, you know, hopefully that's not the case. But if it is, enjoy Thanksgiving with whoever you can. That's yep. what I say. Give them a big hug. And then when you're done doing that, stay delirious, stay dating, stay gaming. This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.